Welcome to the Green Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Tara. On this show, we talk about sacred medicine and the evolution of consciousness. Our guest today is my very good friend, Lindsay Webb. Lindsay, like myself, is a combo practitioner. She's based in Tampa, Florida. And we're going to talk to her today actually about a different medicine, which is ayahuasca vine. Ayahuasca is typically a blend of two plants, if not more, including the vine, but also a root. And there's different formulations. But you're working with ayahuasca vine, which is the non-psychoactive, non-DMT containing plant, right? That is correct. Yeah. So tell us, what are the uses for the vine only and, and what are you doing with it? Um, so the vine only has probably almost as many uses as the ayahuasca brew with DMT has. Um, that's something that I'm sure a plant expert could probably tell you a little bit more about. But the vine itself still contains all of the really uh, powerful and beneficial alkaloids um, that the ayahuasca brew contains. So you can get the benefits of the reversible MAOI feature which is MAOIs are a class of um, antidepressant medications that we often prescribe in the U.S., um, one of two major classes. And um, oddly enough, psilocybin is the natural form of um, the SSRI, which is the other type. So between the vine and psilocybin, we actually have two natural antidepressants available to us. Um, it's really, really good uh, in microdose form. So you would take <clears throat> a small amount under your tongue every day and you would work with it that way. And that's primarily what we're doing right now is a lot of microdosing. Um, and when you microdose, you get the benefit of the medicine in a form that fits into your daily life. So you're able to do your own integration work in a very slow and gentle way. <clears throat> it kind of helps you to be a bit of a um, detached observer almost. So as you go through your day, it'll sort of bring kind of gently to your attention, like, oh, did you notice that you think this way or you do this task this way or you have this relationship kind of thing going on with someone? And then once it brings it to your attention like that in that gentle manner, it kind of does it in a way where your emotions about the situation are really not felt. It's almost as if you're watching maybe someone else's um, behavior so you don't have a um, attachment to it. And that allows you to release shame or whatever else is kind of going on around that. And then you're able to start to shift behaviors. So I found it to be incredibly helpful um, for all types of therapeutic work, but especially for trauma release specifically. You know what that really reminds me of is the way cannabis affects me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a lot like how cannabis operates like I feel like cannabis is a great um plant for detaching mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and I've actually worked specifically um with using CBD only in conjunction with the vine and with using the combination of THC and CBD with the vine and THC with the vine so um there are definitely some specific benefits that they have um working together um, I feel like a small dose edible THC or a blend of the two along with the vine can really um, open you up for some mm -hmm. deep emotional healing. But again, it's so gentle. It's just profound, but it's gentle. And it seems to me like the integration aspect of this method 
is a lot more palatable for most people. And, um, you know, just like I said, it's just more palatable. It's easier to work with in daily life. As opposed to going into a really intense ceremony. Absolutely. As opposed to going into a really intense ceremony. And everyone has a different, um, you know, a different goal, a different reason why they're seeking medicine. And so it totally depends on what someone's looking for. Um, Sometimes people are using the microdose uh, in between ceremony. And they report that it gives them that afterglow feeling or sort of maintains that for them. Um, so that's another use that you can, you know, you could use it for integration support after an IA ceremony, actually. So to me, it sounds like you're really talking about plant spirit work here. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I can totally see how that would work really well with CBD. For me, I take CBD every day and I find that it really helps with self-love and feeling, um, connected to earth and, mm-hmm. um, lots of things like that. I can see how that would go really well with an ayahuasca vine tincture. I'm excited to try it. Yeah, it's fantastic. And now that you mentioned CBD again, um, <clears throat> when people are microdosing this liquid, um, it's, it's distilled water and a paste, um, that's rehydrated together. So it's, I guess it's technically not a tincture in that, um, kind of way but so a lot of people refer to it as drops or a liquid um we haven't really had you know come up with a specific name for this preparation um that I know of yet but um it's really uh interesting though because just like the ayahuasca ceremony can you can really release a lot of emotion and you know if you have a lot to work through at first sometimes it can be um you know you may find yourself emotional and if that is the case one of the things that you can do is start taking CBD on a regular basis. And that seems to mitigate, you know, some of that super emotionalness kind of grounds you a little bit through the process and is a great um, companion to the vine. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that's really fascinating. So what other uses are you finding for it? Um, so, well, right now, like I said, it's mostly a lot of emotional processing. I do feel as though it is very good for relationships. Um, I personally have used it um, to help me to change my understanding of someone to open up myself, to have more compassion for them, um, to release and process through old wounds and things. This was was a relationship with my mom. So, you know, super deep relationship. Um, And I was able to impact that relationship positively over time by my interactions being affected by my work with the microdosing liquid. And then she was responding to the changes in me and it has absolutely transformed that relationship. And I've seen it do that in many, many, many other relationships, even romantic ones. So for couples therapy type stuff, it would be a great use as well. Interesting. Um, And you were talking to me about wanting to do ceremonies with just the vine. Yes. So myself and um, actually, as I'm talking to other, you know, women like me, several other women that I now know have all felt that the vine has been sort of leading us to or calling us to doing ceremonial work with the vine only or at least without um, the DMT, you know, traditional preparation. Um, I myself am working on um, maybe using some Bowman sauna and a couple of other things. So kind of in the development stages of that. working through the ceremonial aspect of that. But what I've experienced myself thus far is that um, the vine only is very powerful in ceremonial use. 
yet it seems to be extremely gentle. And so, um, you know, you would choose to use it based on that. Now, there are you're still going to get the flood of alkaloids and a lot of the things that are so beneficial to the um, chemical balance in the brain. So you're going to have the same effects, a lot of, you know, same physical healing effects, um, just like you would with ayahuasca traditional preparation. So. What are some of those benefits? Um, same, the same benefits, basically. Everybody's so different uh, that it really depends on the person. I mean, as you listen to people's stories um, who've been to ceremony, ayahuasca ceremony, you know, you hear a lot of themes, but you also realize that everyone has a unique experience. So I would say that it is um, very similar. For me personally, when I have um, been in ceremony with ayahuasca, I had a very mild experience. I did not have the type of experience that people typically describe. Um, in fact, for me, my experience was almost identical to my ceremonial experience with just the vine. So just going on my own um, experience thus far, like I said, I felt as though they were extremely similar. Um, now, when I sat in ceremony with ayahuasca, <clears throat> it was with Colombian shamans and it was um, their preparation of, of medicine, which I understand is a little bit different than maybe um, some of the Peruvian medicine would be. So uh, I don't know if that has something to do with why my experience was so gentle um, or if it was just the energy of the shamans themselves. They were just really peaceful and lovely people. Um, but for me, I don't know what the difference really would be between the two other than the illustrative effects of the DMT. It would not be there, obviously. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so you're definitely working with the plant spirit. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, ab absolutely. Well, for me, <clears throat> I recognize that there are physical ailments um, practical uses, if you will, almost for these medicines. And, and those are great. And I love it when people want to use them for those purposes. But what I'm really finding is that whether people believe as I do, or see the things I see, or, or whatever, they are still benefiting from the medicine treating the whole being, mind, body, spirit. I don't really feel that you can separate them um, personally. But I know that in our culture, we do. So for me, it's always going to be plant spirit medicine, no matter what you're, um, what you're wanting to heal or treat. <clears throat> That's a great point. I like that. Um, yeah. And you know that there's a lot to say about ayahuasca in general. This is a huge teacher plant for me. This is the plant that has shown me my purpose and my, my, yeah, has shown me my psychology and <clears throat> really been an amazing, amazing teacher. So um, yeah. But, yeah. She's yeah. like therapy. She's like therapy. You know, if you work with her, she is literally therapy for you and, and healing and what, I mean, it's so, it's completely uh, tailored to you. She is helping you and not just some template, you know, action that the medicine has on you. Um, it's really special to have that kind of, you know, just treatment that's just, just for you. Also, you're making me think of something. So something I left out before is that I feel like the vine, no matter how you take it, um, really increases your creative potential. Um, it really clears that blockage. If you have one, it, as you and I have talked about in the past, can affect your uh, 
musical ability for the better. Um, I feel like she gifts you things. And so I feel like, you know, people get different gifts. So like for me, someone who has never played instruments, but has always wanted to, I am starting to find that I am able to learn um, certain instruments that I need for ceremony very easily as if I already knew how to play them and am almost remembering. Um, and I see in a lot of clients that uh, they're writing again, or they're painting again, or they're dancing again, or they're singing again. And then the joy that that brings back into their life to have that creativity flowing again is healing in and of itself and is, you know, sustaining and life-giving. So that's another really important use for the, the medicine that I see. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I definitely was gifted the ability to sing by that plant. I couldn't sing well. I was always off key and it was actually hugely embarrassing for me. Um, but after working with that medicine with that intention, I now can totally sing quite well. And I use my voice to sing medicine songs, you know, in combo ceremonies or whatever. And um, yeah, it feels really good. And it's true. She does. And I also feel that she um, massively enhanced my intelligence. I was always an intelligent person. I've always been intellectual, but the, it feels like she upgraded my brain power and I can process and understand very complex systems of, um, just metaphysical realities, like really easily now and articulate them. I feel like speaking is another gift I feel that I received from her. Um, naturally been a teacher my whole life but and a writer so I mean I've been a, a word person but she definitely did something I feel like I was shown in a ceremony I was told to speak and I did feel like I was being wired in some ways and this is now a gift that I can if when I give talks I don't plan them I may outline them but I don't plan them I just go up and just start speaking and it since sort of comes out like I'm channeling just comes out you know so I feel like totally yeah she does give us the gifts that she wants us to have to serve her or to serve other medicines I feel like that's totally true yeah that's and that's a great point I had a um a recent combo client it was a it was just not a situation that I have encountered many times thus far and um, it was something that I knew was going to require a lot of me energetically and so I of course looked to the vine to give me some um, you know assistance in that situation and to really help me to tune in and so kind of almost for a shamanic purpose I guess if you will I took some of the paste of just the vine um, instead of you know, rehydrating it, I just kind of take a little bit of the pace. So I, I just put that underneath my tongue and I meditated and was preparing for ceremony for this person and really tuning in. And um, it was fantastic. The, uh, I would say the magnification of what I would have already been working with um, intuitively. Um, and as you were saying before about it, making it seem as though your intelligence was almost boosted, um, that makes a lot of sense, even from a scientific point of view, because um, the vine is known for increasing neuroplasticity, whereas psilocybin tends to sort of spark new uh, little kind of connections. It doesn't necessarily anchor them for the longevity, at least that's not what we're seeing so far. So, and I'm seeing this with clients as well, working with the different medicines that um, when we're using the vine, it is more anchoring. Um, the connections that are being made are, are not temporary, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And so that makes a lot of sense what you're saying. It's also something you would use as a preventative or potential um, treatment for 
dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's disease. So these are all neurological things affecting the brain. Um, and even when you split the vine, it looks a bit like a brain inside, like walnuts do. Um, but if you look closely, you see that it has all these little, looks like little rivers and tributaries kind of connecting all through it. And so it, in this case, it's giving us some insight into what this um, plant can do for us. It can make your brain look like a slice of ayahuasca, which is going to be beautifully connected, have all kinds of strong, you know, little rivers that are feeding off into little tributaries and just give you um, just a lot of power. And it's not just power in this realm, it's power in all realms. So it's just, it's fantastic. Yes, what you just mentioned is called the doctrine of signatures in herbalism, the idea that the the um, plants that can heal us have sort of markings about in their structure that correspond to our bodies and can give us indicators. Doctrine of signatures, yeah, that's really cool. You know, I was just thinking, huh? I said it's fascinating. I didn't know that term. I mean, I understood the concept, but I, I did not know the term for it. So thank you. That's that's cool. Yeah. So as you were talking, I was thinking about just the connection with combo as well. And I gonna I do want to mention combo since we're both working with that medicine. Combo and ayahuasca live together, you know, in the jungle. They're both from the same place and they're used together. Combo, for anyone listening that doesn't know, is a sacred frog medicine, comes from a resin on the skin of the Amazon tree frog, and it's used as a purgative before ayahuasca ceremonies to purify and ready the body and it can be used after as well it's a purification medicine for the physical body but also for the emotional and as you said it's all one physical emotional and spiritual bodies mm-hmm. and i know that you're yeah you're you're a combo practitioner as am i and helping a lot of people with that medicine and um you know i can see how combo would be connected to this because combo medicine um really sensitizes us and activates our intuitive abilities Mm -hmm. and I can see how that would be a really good preparation for working with ayahuasca vine I believe it is and and I also again you know I don't have a lot of personal experience in this area so I'll say this is just a theory of mine at this point but I feel that there are certain situations and and people and things where it might be a great idea to um, have a combo ceremony prior to clear off a lot of negative energy and things that's just sort of attached so that you're, and like you said, then you're clear, but you're also permeable that this is the best way it's ever been explained to me. Combo makes you like a frog. So frog skin is permeable Um, It's kind of like an open cell membrane and a lot of things can pass in and out. And so, as you said, you become sensitized, which we need to become sensitized again because we're very desensitized. Um, But it's also great at clearing um, and preparing you. So, yes, in that way, I think it's a it's a fantastic preparation for using the vine or or ayahuasca in ceremony, too. Yeah, so it is. It's a it's an amazing medicine. You know, I know we we both are helping a lot of people with this medicine. I've really appreciated that combo is so great at clearing emotional baggage for people with PTSD. I think that it's that's one of its most exciting um, uses. I've watched people transform using this medicine. I'm one of them. I'm one yeah. of those people. I had I had complex PTSD amongst other things, and. Um, you know, obviously was already working with cannabis, but uh, primarily worked with combo and, and, and hop a for a bit. And then um, obviously started with the vine. 
I also am seeing the same thing with with clients and with friends. Um, so combo is fantastic. And then when you get to a really good point after, you know, a, a series of combo treatments or how, whatever you determine, um, it's lovely to start micro microdosing the vine. Um, and also she wants everyone to know that, you know, there are other ways to experience her other than ceremony. If you don't have space in your life or you feel like you don't, but you're really feeling the call that there is this option. And this is why she wanted this option out and why she's pushing it out, at, you know, amongst people, I feel, is because she really um, wants us to let her into our hearts and into our bodies and into our, our minds and spirits because she's going to help us just like our many of these other teacher plants are going to help us um, to save this earth and each other. I mean, that's, that's really the truth of the matter. So. Absolutely. This, yeah. I mean, we could do a whole show just on that, which is a really great. (laughs) For sure. Um, Ayahuasca is absolutely a plant known for giving people a sole purpose mission in that, in that realm. Um, There's a book, of course, listening to ayahuasca that's out there. That's what it's called. Listening to ayahuasca. And the writer um, sat in ayahuasca ceremonies. She's a psycho psychotherapist, and she talked about um, how that that's that's a common theme that people go to ceremony to find out what's their purpose. And I did, and I've been given specific missions. She told me to speak. Uh, well, I shouldn't say she did. I would say she created um, sort of like a space time portal for me to receive messages from. Um, the ancestors, and they told me, they said, hey, speak. And they also, and also um, I had a vision of a divine father and mm-hmm. he showed me a radio tower and was like, yeah, podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. So here it is. Um, and I know that there's um, there's a, a really great resource out there. There's um, a woman who does a lot of podcasts and um, online classes, Lorna Liana, she goes by and um, she does, she says the same, that ayahuasca told her to do it there too. So we do get our purpose sometimes through sitting with ayahuasca or yeah, we're in a gentler way, just microdosing. And I love that you're saying how she's kind of guiding you and informing you that like she's open to being used in non-traditional ways. I think that's an important message because many people are scared of taking other people's traditions and feel like we're not supposed to work with this plant if it's not from here or something. But this plant definitely wants to be connected with. She has incredible gifts. And I feel that, you know, the creator doesn't want anyone suffering. And these plants are here to help us stop suffering and to help, as you said, save the planet. Um, although, actually, I have a little bit of a slightly different take on it. Rather than save the planet, I think um, the planet is fine. And it's more about dream a new planet. That's oh, you're absolutely right. Yes, you're absolutely right. It isn't so much about the the planet. It's more just save save uh save our us from ourselves. I guess would probably be the most accurate thing I could say. I mean, uh, many of us are waking up, and those of us who feel as though we maybe have been awake for a bit are really being called, if we can, to. Uh, just lend a hand to those who are maybe struggling or, or just waking up. And one of the things that we need to really all focus on is our own self-healing so that we can be in the space to be part of this revolution of dreaming a new world. Um, so personal healing has never been more important for the greater good than it is at this moment, because we're just in a very unique time in history. Um, 
But you you brought up a very, very good point um, a few minutes ago. I, I, and I'm, as I'm understanding, you're talking about cultural appropriation or being afraid of being, you know, doing that or being perceived as doing that in working with these medicines. And as someone who is very fair skinned, freckled, light eyed, you know, red haired, um, I am easily spottable as a you know white woman, if you will. Um, and so it's something I've had to really, you know, put some time and thought into as I'm working with these medicines as well. And uh, something the vine has actually helped me with significantly is understanding that, um, you know, as long as you are being walking in integrity, um, as long as you are making sure that you're sourcing medicines um, in an ethical way, making sure that you are helping to preserve the medicine for future generations that we're doing ecological preservation methods if needed. All those things are really important. Um, and we need to work on bringing the peyote population back. I mean, there's a lot of work that we have to do as a community. Um, and I actually encountered the vine shortly after I started taking the, the microdose liquid here in Florida. In Clearwater, there was a 12-year-old vine that a woman's husband had planted and the yard had gone unkempt for quite some time. And this vine, it's believed to be a McKenna cutting from, um, I believe, yeah, I believe that it was a McKenna cutting as far as I knew. So um, it grew so big in 12 fish years that it filled up a quarter of an acre in this dense canopy. And it actually blew out the transformer in the neighborhood. And the city came to find out why and then demanded the homeowner remove it. Well, she didn't even know what it was. And I happened to what seemed to be randomly connect with someone in a plant group uh, before I even moved here and was able to visit this canopy and visit this vine, uh, make medicine from it, grow more medicine from it. Um, it was just a really fantastic experience. And so uh, the vine really guided me not to do um, an ayahuasca ceremony with DMT until uh, she told me that I was ready because she had a plan for me. And I didn't know what that plan was. And I just had to keep following her every day. And so it's almost like uncovering a little surprise every morning or something. I mean, I just put it as part of my morning ritual. It's just really beautiful. Um, sometimes I drink cacao in the mornings with it or, or whatever. I just have a whole routine. So, um, you know, it's definitely a medicine that wants us to be using it here in this modern world. And as you said, the creator does not want anyone to suffer. So we just need to walk in integrity and make sure that we're honoring um, the original medicine keepers in every way that we possibly can at all times. Um, and I think that we're going to be just fine. I love that. Let's end it here. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Tara. It was great to talk with you. Yes, it was great talking with you too, Lindsay. Is there any anything you want anyone to know as far as contacting you? Um, sure. Uh, they are able to email me at lovemagic medicine at gmail so just put those three words together love magic medicine um, also you can find me on facebook it's lindsey l-i-n-d-s-e-y and my last name is webb w-e-b-b -B. thanks so much for having me thank you so much for being on the show we appreciate it and as i like to end the show every time. May the plants be with you. <laughs>